It is truly an honor to come before you once again and present to you the word of God. We're going to trust in the Lord with all our heart that the word that goes forth, the message, won't fall on stony, stony ground. When you lose focus on God, you fall into sin. Sin is defined as lawlessness or transgression of God's will. Either by omitting to do what God's law requires or by doing what it forbids. The transgression can occur in thought, word, or deed. You have the ability to obey God or disobey God. If you obey, there's a blessing. If you disobey, there's judgment. Since God demands righteousness and God is pure and holy, then there must be an opposite. Satan. My message today is not an attempt to honor or glorify Satan. It is just a warning to you, to you, and to you. Beware. We cannot discuss the full gospel of Christ without talking about the accuser of brethren, the adversary, anointed cherub, Belial, Bezebul, the devil. The word devil is used 35 times in the New Testament. He is called deceiver of the whole world, dragon, enemy, father of lies, god of this world, liar. When we speak of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, we know there's one called Lucifer, murderer, old serpent, prince of devils, prince of power of air, prince of this world. He is known as the roaring lion, ruler of darkness, tempter, wicked one, and yes, Satan. Satan is used 35 times in the New Testament and 15 times in the Old Testament. I couldn't help wondering why would one be deserving of so many different names. Is Satan that important to you? Is Satan that important to me? 23 different names, but he is still Satan. 1 Peter, the 5th chapter, the 8th verse tells us to be sober. Be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour. I want you to focus on walking about seeking whom he may devour. Satan is walking about in your minds or in your hearts right about now as you listen to this. Satan is walking about. Where did Satan come from? Satan and his angels was cast out of heaven because they fought against the authority of God. Let's read Revelations, the 12th chapter, the 7th through the 9th verse. That's Revelations, the 12th chapter, the 7th through the 9th verse. I'm reading from the NIV. That's the New International Version of the Bible. So yours may read a little different, but don't be alarmed. It's still saying the same thing. Revelations, the 12th chapter, the 7th through the 9th verse. And it reads, And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough. And they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down. That ancient serpent called the devil or Satan. 
who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to this earth and his angels with him. Now we know where he come from. We know the work of Satan is to deceive the whole world. We also know from scripture, Satan is not alone. Who is on his side? Mark, the fifth chapter, the ninth verse says, and he asked him, what is thy name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. St. Matthew, the eighth chapter, the 29th verse says, and behold, they cried out saying, what have we to do with thee, Jesus, thy son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us before the time? These evil spirits right here are called demons or devils. Where did Satan deception start? In the Garden of Eden. Satan the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. After the woman was forbidden of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, and the serpent said unto the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. We see the deception. Now we know Satan. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. And once sin, Satan becomes a part of us and deceives us. We are no longer a vessel for Christ, but a tool of the devil. Sin involves the denial of the living God from whom human beings draw their life existence. The consequence of this revolt is death and the torment of hell. We have an advocate, one who is on our side. The prophet Isaiah called him a root of Jesse. Some were sheep without a shepherd, but the Nazareth taught them the word and fed them. I say he's the lily of the valley. He is known as the great I am, Jehovah. He's El Shaddai, God Almighty. He's Elohim, Supreme. He is the potter. And when we describe the essence and the origin of man, we are created from the dust of the earth. We are the clay of the earth that's been molded in his image. The potter molds pottery. Pottery is defined as vessels or other objects manufactured from clay and hardened by fire. Remember now, we are the vessels. Jesus is the potter, and he puts us through the fire. Fire represents uncomfortable situations in our lives, such as hardships, disappointments, sickness, financial struggles. And once we've come through the fire, we've been refined, molded vessels in his image. But, but while we're in the fire, there's a process that's taking place. The Holy Spirit makes itself known to us in our times of struggle. Jesus told his disciples, listen to what he told the disciples. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Listen to what David says in Psalms, the 71st chapter, the 6th and the 8th verse. For you have been my hope, O sovereign Lord, my confidence since my youth. From birth I have relied on you. You brought me forth from my mother's womb. I will ever praise you. I have become like a port to many, but you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise, declaring your splendor all day long. I say it again. 
you have an advocate on your side. Satan is a defeated foe. Satan was defeated on the cross of Calvary. So when you stripped off that garment of sin and put on that robe of righteousness, you was justified by his blood. As I close, now that you have been set free from Satan and have become slaves to God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. We are more than conquerors, predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to this in response to this? If God be for you, if God be for me, if God be for all of us, then who can be against us? People of God, examine your hearts. Determine in your mind, you serve. And mighty God, I ask you today, are you a Samuel being prepared to keep your lamp lit? Are you saying yes to his will and way? Are you that vessel being molded in his image? Are you reaching out to touch the hem of his garment? See, this woman reached out for her blessing. People was in her way, blocking her path. She persisted. She just wanted to get near him, close to him. We as Christians stretch our hands to the sky, reaching for that blessing. This is not a sign of surrender. No, no, no. This ain't someone saying, stick it up, give me what you got. No, no. This is saying, Lord, I'm reaching out to you. Pour your blessing down on me. I'm praising your name. Brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you to keep on reaching for the goodness of God. Let your light shine in this world of darkness. St. Matthews, the 25th chapter, the 31st verse through the 46th verse tells us, The Son of Man is coming back, and he will separate the sheep and the goat. The sheep are those that are saved. The goat are those that are lost. It also tells us there's an inheritance that awaits us, the righteous. I leave you with this question. Now listen good now. Who are you? I'm going to say it again. Who are you? In the 25th chapter of St. Matthews, it says you eat the sheep or goat. We a tear. Either the light of this world or of darkness. I don't want to be deep on you this morning, so let me say it so a two-year-old can understand it. If you sheep, you're sitting on the right-hand side of God. If you go, you're standing on the left-hand side, on the outside looking in. Can you understand me now? If you wheat, W-H-E-A-T, you're being prepared for use in the kingdom. If you a tear, T-A-R-E, you're being separated, thrown into the fire, the lake of hell, light, L-I-G-H-T. You're on top of a hill. You cannot be hidden. Everyone sees the glory of God shining in you, throughout you, all around you. And if you are darkness, D-A-R-K, 
that's nothing. You are a child of the devil. Nothing good. I asked the question, who are you? And I hope you can answer. Sheep, wheat, a light. Thank you. Once again, you have heard another T2C ministry word. Y'all be blessed.